unpredictable, very resourceful, a master chef, a wisecracking know-it-all, always improving himself. He is Caleb Clifford Jennings Betterton. This is Caleb Stink. All right, take number four or whatever. All right, guys, welcome back to Caleb's Take. The Chancellor, Caleb Betterton, is here. And today, I was able to experience something amazing. And as you know, God created man to be creative and to create things, to create amazing things. And today, I was able to experience something amazing, probably the most amazing thing that man has created. And it happened when I was standing in front of the vending machine at my job. And it's one of those vending machines that it's like a freezer has like frozen foods and stuff like for like, you know, lunch or breakfast, burritos, biscuits, breakfast biscuits with, you know, sausages, and egg and cheese for sandwiches, um, pizza rolls, all this cool stuff. And I'm standing there looking for something for breakfast and I'm going up and down. I see a burrito, see some pizza rolls, don't want the breakfast, see some, you know, breakfast sandwiches. And I see this biscuit and that's all it is. It's not like a biscuit sandwich. It's just a biscuit, a whole complete biscuit i'm like, okay keep on going down come back up to it and i actually read the packaging this time the packaging says biscuit stuffed with gravy and sausage and i was like hold on a minute you've heard of biscuits and gravy well this is gravy inside of a biscuit it's like a cream puff but the biscuit and gravy version. And I'm like, hold on, hold on a minute. This right here looks absolutely incredible. So I pay my two bucks on the machine. It falls down, take it to the uh, break room, pop it in the microwave, about a minute and a half, pop it out. And, you know, I'm kind of skeptical at this point because my my initial thought is how can the gravy like stay like inside the middle of it? Like wouldn't it like over time just kind of seep into the biscuit and be like not really you know, hold the form anymore? And so I'm kinda of skeptical. I'm like how or maybe it's not, you know, stuffed enough. Sometimes you get stuff like that and it's like it's barely even stuffed to stuff. It's like there's like one piece of like tiny dab of gravy and like one tiny piece of sausage amongst this big old biscuit, maybe you know dry. I'm very skeptical, but I'm I'm hoping, I'm hoping that it's good. And so I take it, and I pick it up. I look at it, you know, give the once over, and then I take a bite. And the most amazing flavor hit my tongue. And I look down and I see the gravy coming out of the biscuit with the sausage and I'm like, wow, this is the most incredible, whoever thought of this is an absolute genius. It's not messy at all. Like biscuits and gravy is messy. But this is a biscuit with the gravy and sausage stuffed inside. And it's not messy. It's one hand. It was a perfect amount of biscuit and gravy combination too. Like it was perfect. Like it was amazing. Okay. You need to find this stuff. 
if you've never had it before, which I haven't today, and it's changed my life, you need to go right now and find it. It's literally a whole biscuit, but stuffed with gravy and sausage. It was amazing. It was beautiful. It was something that changed my life for the better. And I'm so thankful that I got to experience that today. And um, it, was, it was actually really cool, guys. Like, I was, I was shocked about how good it was. And, like, the idea of it was, like, whoever thought of that for real was, like, they are a genius. I want to meet that person. I want to interview them on the podcast. I want to talk to that person because that was genius stuff right there. Um, it's the beginning of the year. We're about, what, how many days are we in? I don't even know what the date is, honestly. What, nine days in? We're nine days in, ten days in um, to the first of the year. And it's the perfect time, if you haven't yet, or if you're behind, to either start your Bible reading plan or catch up on your Bible reading plan. All right? Maybe you start off starting the first two days, and now you're kind of um, a little bit behind. Catch up today, tonight, right now. Or maybe you haven't started yet. Today is a good time to start. You're not too far behind. You can catch up. Right now, I'm trying to do the uh, the Bible in 90 days plan. And it is a little brutal, if I'm being honest. It's hard. It's it's difficult. But um, it's like ten to fifteen chapters a day, and it's 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 a little brutal, guys. I'm I'm already in Exodus. Like I've already blown by a bunch of. And I think I'm like one day behind right now. So like I need to catch up. But I've um, been reading every day, I'm trying to read all my breaks. But it's a lot. It's good though. It's good. I want to try to finish. Uh, I want to try to read the Bible twice this year. You know, I could potentially do it three times with this plan, but I'm not sure I'm going to hit that goal probably two times this year, and I'm looking forward to doing that. So get a Bible reading plan. You know, it's time to do it. It's time to get a hold of it and try to uh, grow yourself, get in the Word. It's so good, so powerful. And, um, you know, it's easy to get a Bible reading plan nowadays. You know, back in the day, you had to go and, like, find one of those bread charts. Today, you have the Internet. You have Bible apps. We'll do them for you. You can find a very good Bible reading plan that fits you. And, um you need to do one. You need to finish the Bible this year. You need to read the whole Bible at least once this year and maybe twice. Maybe you can do it in the whole year, 90 days, like I'm trying to do, um, you know, a week if you're crazy. I don't know. But try to read the Bible through this year. It is, it'll change your life like that biscuit will. And you know, it'll do it better, of course, you know, although that biscuit was pretty, pretty good, guys. Well, anyway, um, next step. We're going to do or back to our uh, verses that changed my life. Or I just butchered that bad, guys. Pray, prayers, things to pray that changed my life. Whatever I called it before, I don't remember. But we're going to that next. Stay tuned. All right, guys. And we're back. And today, the prayer that changed my life is actually a verse, as I butchered it at the uh, end of that last uh segment but the verse is isaiah 11 and 2 i've talked about this before in the podcast but this verse um the first time i heard it taught to pray was from our bishop at our church and it, it literally like, i pray this prayer a lot I, I really do i pray this prayer it's, it's isaiah 11 and 2 it's it's a verse but i pray it as a prayer um a lot i did it today actually at work and it's a verse that i feel like really i don't know it, it's it's such a great thing to pray of your life. It's such something that's really, we all need it. You know, it says in Isaiah 11 and 2, the Spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him, and the Spirit of wisdom and understanding, the Spirit of counsel and might, and the Spirit of knowledge and a fear of the Lord. 
And if these things are active in your life, it comes in so handy. It's so beneficial, whether you're in a, you know, a heart situation, you know, a meeting, whatever it is, you need, you need wisdom. You need understanding. You need counsel. You need, you need might. You, you need knowledge. And of course, we all need a filler. But this prayer right here is a prayer, a verse that can really change you, can change your life, can be very beneficial to you and your growth and just becoming stronger and better. Again, I pray this prayer a lot. I pray this prayer for other people too. Um, I pray for other people who I know are going through some stuff or trying to figure things out who need some direction, who need some wisdom. And um, it's a very, very good verse to pray. And I, I believe in praying verses. I believe in praying scripture. It is very, very powerful. And um, again, it's Isaiah 11 and 2. And it's something you should start praying over yourself, over those around you. And um, it's very, very good. The Spirit of the Lord shall rest upon them. The Spirit of wisdom and understanding. The Spirit of counsel and might. The Spirit of knowledge and a fear of the Lord will rest upon me and upon you today. All right, guys. Coming up next is Caleb Steak. Stay tuned. All right, guys. So today um, in my take, I feel like I got a word from God today for this or past few days for this take. So we'll see where this thing goes. But um, I'm thinking a lot about a young man um, named Samuel. You know, Samuel was a good man, a young man. And we, we, we should, if you don't know the story of Samuel, it's, first, of course, found in First Samuel. But we first see, you know, Samuel kind of into the picture when his mom is is crying out in prayer and supplication to God for a child. His mother was a woman of prayer, and she prayed, she interceded, she said supplication for a, a child. And God gave her that child. And, and that is a, a beautiful testimony in itself that God gave her that child and because she was a woman of prayer and she was passionate. She cried out. She prayed with fervor. His mother was a woman of God who went after God. And so Samuel is born. And when he is born, Hannah made a commitment to dedicate him to God. Now, if you're like me, and you grew up in church, you have seen quite a few different baby dedication ceremonies. In fact, if you were born in church, you're probably part of what I was a part of one. I was dedicated to God. And, and a lot of us who were, grew up in church, who were raised in church, were dedicated to God as a child, you know. And, and it's, a, it's a great thing. And so was Samuel. And, except he got um, left at the church. And, and, you know, most of us, our parents... Took us to church and the doors were open. Samuel was a little bit more than that. He lived, lived at the church after that and stayed with the priest. And it says in Samuel 2 and 18, Samuel ministered before the Lord, even as a child wearing the linen ephod. He, he served in the church. He, he, I've said this before, and that word minister, of course, means servant. But he literally just, he did chores. He, he helped clean. He helped take care of the played instruments. He, he, he served and ministered in the house of the Lord, even as a child. And oftentimes, if you're like me and you grew up in church, you find yourself there on church cleaning days. You find yourself, even as a child, helping out, serving in however that lets you serve. A lot of times when you're a little kid, they don't want you helping out. But 
you try anyway because you want to help out because you want to be a you know a helper and you do that and as you get older they let you help out more in fact they start making you help out but that's another story from their time just kidding um and you find yourself serving god you know whatever it is paying for the youth band praying for playing for the Sunday school band you know taking up offering helping out in the sound booth whatever it may be they found themselves ministering to the lord and sam was a good kid he was a very, very good kid. It says in Second Samuel 2 and 26 that Samuel grew in stature and in favor both with the Lord and with men. He was a very, very good young man. And he he did his best. He tried to serve God. He tried to honor God. Give me just a second, guys. Excuse me. He he tried to serve. He was a good young man. He served God. He he was in the altar during prayer. He he you know he he was in the prayer room. He he grew in favor with God. He was doing the right thing. He had good character. He had good morals. And of course, we all know the story of Samuel. And we see in um, after God called him once, and he goes and sees Eli. We see in verse chapter uh, three, verses six or seven, and the Lord called Samuel yet again and said, Samuel. And Samuel, of course, arose and went to Eli and said, Have you called me? Eli said, No, I did not call you, my son. Go back and lie down. Now, there is a little parenthesis in this verse, verse 7. It says, Now Samuel did not know the Lord, nor the word of the Lord yet revealed to him. He didn't know the Lord, and he didn't know the voice of the Lord yet. Now, we had just read all before this, his mother, she was a prayer warrior. She was crying out. She prayed. and He was a miracle baby. He was dedicated to God. He had been living in the church. He was a good human. He had been serving in the church. He, had, in fact, had found favor in the sight of man and the Lord. But yet, he did not know the Lord, nor was the word of the Lord yet revealed to him. He didn't know God's voice yet. He didn't know the voice of God yet. And if you grew up in church, you might find yourself in this position right here. You know, as a, a youth worker and a single teacher, I, I've seen God move on a young person. And then a few weeks I've asked them if they ever heard God talk to them. And they're like, I don't think so. I don't know. Maybe they don't know. And I was in the same boat a, while, a long time ago. We, I think we've all been there. Yet there, there, there he was. He he's hearing this voice telling these things. And of course, if you've been in church for a while, you've heard it preached, and it is hundred percent true that you know the 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 voice of God is going to sound a lot like your pastor's, like your man of God's voice, and it's a great revelation. It's good stuff. But I'm not really focusing on that right now. I'm focusing on he didn't even know the Lord's voice yet. Yet God was still speaking to him. And and sometimes God is speaking to you. God is speaking to us, yet we don't recognize that's the Lord's voice. You may have been serving your whole life in church. You may have been dragged to church every time the doors are open, but you don't yet know the voice of the Lord. 
And today I feel like God spoke to me and said, I need to let you know, the voice you've been hearing, the calling you've been feeling, is not you. It's not other people's putting their pressures on you. The voice, which what you've been feeling, is God telling you, is God calling you. And what you feel is God's voice saying, I am calling you to more. I have a calling for your life. I have called you. I have chosen you. And the things you're feeling are the Lord, is the Lord. And He's calling you. He's speaking to you. But have you recognized that's His voice yet? Because I believe God is speaking to you right now, speaking to some young people right now who are in this situation, who are in the situation where they've grown up in church. They've grown up in church. They, they, they've, they've slept in the pews. They've helped out on church cleaning days. They've served anyone they could their whole entire lives. They've found favor. They're good kids. They're good young men and women. And they've found favor with the Lord and with men. Yet they don't know the voice of God. Today's the day It's time to recognize what you've been feeling is God. What you've been hearing is God's voice and God is speaking to you and the things you've been feeling is from God and He's calling you and He's chosen you and you have to do what Samuel did in verse 10. The Lord came and stood and called him as at other times and He answered, well, sorry, and He said, Samuel, Samuel, and Samuel answered and said, Speak, for your servant hears. Speak, for your servant hears. Next time you're in the altar, or maybe you're going about your day, and you feel that impression, and you're like, what was that? What was that? I don't even know what that was. Okay, that was weird. Huh, was that? I don't know if that's what that was. Stop. And say, God, speak, your servant's listening. And God's going to speak to you, and He's going to direct your life, He's going to guide you, He's going to lead you, and you got to recognize the voice of God. You have to learn to recognize His voice, what He's speaking, and when He's speaking, and I guarantee you, He is speaking to you. You just have to recognize it. This has been Caleb's Take. All right, guys, thanks for listening to today's show. Hope you enjoyed it. Um, Next week, we got a whole brand new just episode coming out and maybe some surprises coming surprises coming soon don't forget to check out the show notes below follow us on our social media pages also give us a shout out on yours if you have one and um, leave a five-star review a rating all that fun stuff and if you want to send us some questions or some feedback to the podcast send us the email at synergistmg at gmail.com send us the email feedback questions whatever it may be and um yes talk to us we'd love to hear from you you guys are awesome i'm so thankful that you've been listening to us for if you're brand new or since the beginning thanks for listening to us we appreciate you being a part of this being a part of this movement where we entertain and challenge this next generation to become all they're called to be i love you guys praying for y'all bye